second part of our Spanish podcast. We are Espanol Eterno, and I'm your moderator for today. I hope everyone has been well since we've last met. Today's episode will be an interesting one today. We'll be taking a look at the conquest, uh, the Spanish conquest of the New World, and the major names and events that took place. It's going to be a good one today, folks. So let's start off by introducing the crew. First, I'm your host, Ethan. And then we have... Deandra, my name is Deandra. Let's pass it off to... And now to Okay, now that everyone has been introduced, let's talk about our first subject, Haina Kapik by Deandro. My name is Deandro Hernandez, and I will be telling you about Juana Capac y quién era. Juana Capac era uno de los últimos grandes líderes de los Incas. Cuando era pequeño, él no sabía sobre pelear, pelear uh, y estaba muy cerca de, de su mamá. Aunque todavía conocía otros habilidades como gobernar y estaba bien, educado como diplomático y líder político. Estaba preparado para su papel como líder de de la religión inca. El papa de Juana tenía muchas esposas. Muchas intentaron destronar al joven rey. Sin embargo, se volvió, volvió poderoso y a pasar de esos desafíos. Juana también fue un estrategia militar que se extendió hacia el sur hasta Chile y Argentina y empujó las front, fronteras del imperio hasta su máxima extensión. Juana Capac era famoso por asuntos domésticos, como renova, renovar el famoso sistema de carreter, carreteras del imper, imperio, mejor el comercio, las comunicaciones y el, el transporte transporte. Los lo sabía todo sobre su imperio como cuando el español llegó a la costa de Sudáfrica. So, that was a very interesting section. So, what do you think about Haina Kapak? Correct me if I pronounced that wrong, but go ahead. Juana Capac, uh, he, um, he, he was a really interesting guy. I mean, he, he didn't really come out to be like one of the strong warriors that you that you usually see. Uh, like uh, um, leaders, leaders are usually like strong and they come out of like battles and stuff like that. But he was um, he was a smart guy. He, he was close to his mom and yeah, he he had a really uh, like smart tactics to go to go uh, like to um. So so he had like a really smart tactics to fight the other, the other um c- countries and empires. So yeah, he was really smart, and also 
he his his dad he was more of a stronger fighter but um yeah his dad kept him away from all that all the battling so so he he could be safe when he was when he was younger yep again thank you deandra that was very interesting now let's take it to daniel and his findings on haskar and atawapa take it away daniel um today i'm gonna talk about Oscar and Atahualpa. I'm gonna talk about um, who they were and what, like, things about their kingdom. Um, Oscar fue referido como sol de, de alegría y fue cacique del imperio Inca. Oscar gobierno Cusco. Um, capital del Imperio Inca. Por lo tanto, obtuvo la libertad de la mayoría de la gente. Sucedió a su padre, Juan Capac, y su hermano, Ninan Cuyochi, quienes murieron de verguela mientras vila. Una campana cerca de Quito. Atahualpa ordenó su muerte. Mientras tanto, en Cusco, um, Kiki se estaba eh, ejecutado, ejecutando a todos los miembros de la familia de Huascar y a los nobles que lo habían apoyado. Now for Otto Hualpa. Él contaba con la lealtad de números de numeroso ejército profesional inca y tres desascados generales. Calicuchima, Kikis y Rumin Aji. El gran ejército había estado en el norte cerca de Quito, subyugando a tribus más pequeñas al imperio cuando estalla la guerra. El reino de Quito entraron en pánico y ejectaron a Atahualpa el 26 de julio, acusándolo de traición. interesting part there, Daniel. Sad to see that two brothers tear apart a kingdom that was left behind to be taken care of by their father. Any thoughts you'd like to add on that, Daniel? Um, well, honestly, I thought it was a really crazy story because, or true story, because um, it's like something out of a movie, like these two brothers like are fighting, like they, they separated two kingdoms that they got basically, I guess from their father and they're just like they became enemies and i think is a it's a pretty interesting story and in how it turned out not only did their like like they're fighting in between each other like not only did that lead to like them splitting up the kingdom 
it also gave an opening for other forces to like come in and like ravage the place it made it so much easier for them to get to fall to their knees you know yeah yeah i totally agree i'm surprised there isn't a movie on here there should be a movie you know how sick that would be yeah two brothers fighting over kingdoms even weather yeah that's crazy yeah Okay, now let's see what kicked off the conquest with Jacob taking the lead on this section. Jacob, whenever you're ready. Okay, so I'm going to be discussing about the famous Spanish conqueror Francisco Bistarro and and his fellow conquistadors and what they want. Uh, Francisco Bistarro recibió la misión de conquistar el imperio inca y establecer una nueva provincia española para el imperio español. Su conquista comenzó cuando entró en Dumbe cerca del Cusco y Pizarro tenía entre 130 a 250 hombres y entre 25 y 80 caballos bajo su orden. Él y sus hombres encontraron poca resistencia en la región donde los habitantes apoyaron Huáscar y bajo de su mano la conquista del imperio inca era rápida, rápida debido al gran sistema de caminos que unen casi cada parte del, del imperio inca y en noviembre de 1500 32 los españoles capturaron y tomaron a Atahualpa como prisionero en Cajamarca y más tarde lo eh, ejecutaron y en el próximo año en noviembre Pizarro y los conquistadores entró en Cusco, la capital del Imperio Inca, y dos años más tarde fundó la ciudad de Lima. Y los conquistadores querían hacerse famosos haciendo hazañas impresionantes y adquiriendo las riquezas de oro y plata para la corona española. También los conquistadores consideraban los predicadores de la verdadera fe y querían convertir a los pueblos 
indígenas y ellos generalmente querían servir a su dios y a su rey mientras también ganaban riquezas y gloria para ellos mismos y su nación España. Jacob, it's cool that we can learn more about history. Any facts that you listed that stood out to you? Well, there's also the facts that stood out to me were the fact that, you know, Francisco Pizarro, like, conquered, you know, the Inca Empire with, like, about a few hundred men and, like, you know, barely under, like, 800 no, like 80 horses, like under like his command and like that really did stood out to me. And also the fact that when, you know, he was going out throughout the empire and conquering it, that he found like little resistance in like the region where the inhabitants like supported, you know, Huascar even after his death by his brother. It's really interesting, like, that uh, he had, like, very little resistance, especially because the the, the rift between the two brothers and the, and the empire basically allowed, basically opened the front door and allowed him to come in, take the entire place by storm, and they couldn't stop him. They were already fighting each other. He was just in there to do the cleanup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we switch over to Brandon, who is unfortunately not here today, but I'll just take, I'll just tell you a little bit about his section, which is on the Encomienda system. El system de Encomiendas era un sistema de trabajo donde se pone la trabajo en los pueblos indígenas. All right, that's a cut. I'm Ethan, and I'm going to talk about the trauma and pain of the indigenous people. Cuando la conquista, los conquistadores enfrentaron mucho drama sobre los pueblos de indígenas. So, Ethan, I wanted to ask you, what kind of things do the Spanish do to the indigenous indigenous people? Uh, los conquistadores hicieron que la población de los indígenas Caía rap, rápidamente bajo debido a la enfermedades y, y un tanto lloró. Another thing I wanted to ask you, Ethan, what kind what kind of things did the Spanish do that that was harsh to the indigenous people? Los españoles uh, abusaron los y, y madre. Matrían los indígenas y, y pone a trabajar con el encomienda sistema que fue marcado por Brandon. I also was wondering why would Spanish do such things to the indigenous people? 
las tres razones uh, principales por, lo, por las que los españoles llegaron a Nuevo Mundo fueron las ideas de Dios, oro y gloria. Con mucho plata y oro, los españoles se volvió con deciso. España travien sería que estaban haciendo la obra y de Dios y trayendo gloria a la España. Oh yeah, I did have a thing that I I I forgot to include there, and um, so, so uh, Juan Juan's dad was was wasn't really in in his life, so he he had many different wives, which is unfortunate for Juana, and yeah, he, that's why he grew up close closer to his his mother, and it, it's probably made him a stronger guy because I mean he had nobody to look up to, but he had to look up, he had to see other people. And he had to have other father figures because yeah, his his dad had other, many other different wives that he, and he wasn't even close to his son, so it was tough for him, and that's all I wanted to to include there. That's a really interesting fact. It's kind of sad growing up knowing your dad is having multiple spouses and like you're, there's like only having one person to rely on, which is your mother now. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, what about you? Daniel, any thoughts or comments on your section that you'd well, like to add? Well, there was this one part that was kind of confusing when I was driving the black thing. Is that I was trying to figure out how did Ata Alpa died, and there was there was like a lot of rumors on how he died, and like some of the like the evidence is just not there's there's just not enough evidence to prove that. The rumor is true, so I'm still kind of confused on how exactly did he die because I didn't find that uh, correct source of information for that. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, well, like um, Juana's dad, they they also couldn't find out like the specific way he died, and yeah, it's kind of weird how, how we we can't really find out how these people died. We just really have to kind of guess what happened and yeah. how they died. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in to episode two of Masanenos with the Espanol Eternos group. And we hope to see you guys soon. See you guys. It was, it was fun having this podcast. All right, guys. Bye. See you guys next time. <laughs>